Feel all right? Amen. I feel all right. I feel it in my hands. I feel it in my feet. I feel it in my heart. I feel it all over me. How about you? Hallelujah. Amen. Guess what? Thank you, Brother Johnson. I feel like we ought to just worship the Lord for a little while. Hallelujah. This morning, I I don't really have uh, any notes tonight, Pastor, because this afternoon I was just working um, back and forth and uh, just it was like a tennis match in my mind, just kind of going back and forth and trying to figure out what the Lord wanted. And the only thing that kept coming to my mind, the only thing, amen, it was something that the Lord spoke to me this morning while Pastor was teaching. And, uh, and uh, you could be seated for a moment. Amen. You've been standing a while worshiping the Lord. Amen. What a good spirit of worship is already in this place tonight. Amen. I just want, this is no... Uh, reprimand by any stretch of the imagination. The only this this is more of an appeal. Amen. For you to go a little bit further. Amen. In this uh, practice of worshiping the Lord, we're interested in Mighty God having His way in our services. We're not interested in just coming to church and and jotting our name down on the attendance line and going home. Amen. But what we're interested in is a move of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's a scripture that I want to bring to you in just a moment. But this morning while Pastor was teaching, amen, I, I, I could not, I, I, I do feel like the Lord spoke to me very explicitly for this service tonight. And there was a number of other things that I was studying this week. In fact, I told my sisters and, and Sister Chloe, they were downstairs working uh, on a wedding or something. And uh, there's some kind of big deal coming up in April. I'm not sure. I'm kidding. Sister Rebecca and Brother John Labor are getting married, and Sister Rebecca Hilton and John Labor, we can't give her that last name until April 27th. But uh, when the time comes, they're all preparing and working downstairs for that. And I told them, you know, I've got something that I'm thinking about for tomorrow night, but I couldn't, and I wanted to preach it, friend. I wanted, I wanted to get to that. I wanted to share with you something that has been burning in my heart, and I guess it may have to wait till next week or, or whenever the Lord sees fit, because this thing, it was not letting go of me this afternoon, and, and there's something about it that, that, that this service tonight, that God wants to do something special for you. Amen. Amen. I, I believe it and I feel it even as I'm saying it right now that the Lord is interested in, in setting some people free tonight. That, that you have been bound. You've been locked away in a prison. Amen. Maybe of your own making and maybe of the making of some people that you're close to. I don't know how you got there and how you were locked away, but the Holy Ghost wants to set somebody free tonight. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah, that you, amen, ought to leave this place, not just one and not just two, but every child of God, amen, that claims to have the gift of the Holy Ghost ought to leave this place speaking in another language, not just Ethan when he goes down in Jesus' name, but this entire congregation ought to be full of the Holy Ghost. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Preached a couple of weeks ago. Amen. As Elijah climbed up Mount Carmel. Amen. With the others, uh, the other false prophets of Baal. Amen. They started making their sacrifices. And there was, uh, amen, at the end of that, amen, Elijah, the only promise that he had, uh, amen, beside the word of the Lord was a small cloud the size of the the size of a man's hand. Amen. And that was from the word of his servant. He didn't even see it himself. Amen. But Elijah, amen, claimed on, latched on to that promise. And I wasn't here, amen, the night that Ethan received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. But that's the small cloud, amen, that I see looming in the sky. Amen. Predicting a downpour of the Holy Ghost for the truth, church. We've got a downpour. Amen. It's on its way, child of God. Hallelujah. I didn't see it. But Sister Regan took a picture and sent it to me and said, Ethan, got the Holy Ghost. And I started shouting. And I started thanking God. That's the cloud. I mean, the rain is on its way. I said the rain is on its way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, if you could all stand. Psalm chapter 137. Amen. Psalm 137 we'll take as a text. Amen. This evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Good spirit of worship. Amen. Thing, something that I thought was so beautiful was little Nayla over here. Amen. Worshiping the Lord. Amen. I remember those days. I mean, I'm sure some of you do as well when we had children. Amen. Around these altars. Amen. Mimicking their mama and their daddy. Thank you, Brother Scott. Amen. For leading your daughter in worship. Thank you. Amen. For coming up to the front and de- demonstrating your appreciation for what the Lord has done for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Psalm 137, amen, verse 1 says, by the rivers of Babylon there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion, we hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, and there they, for there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth saying sing us one of the songs of zion how shall we sing the lord's song in a strange land if i forget thee o jerusalem let my right hand forget her cunning if i do not remember thee let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth or if i prefer not jerusalem above my chief Joy. Remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, raise it, raise it, even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stone. I'm telling you tonight that the children of Israel, as they entered into the land of bondage in Babylon, And as the children of Israel, amen, were their their home city, Jerusalem, the city of their Lord, amen, was raised to the ground, was cut to the ground, was burned to the ground, amen, as they left their home, amen, familiar, where their families grew up and where, amen, they were familiar with and went into a strange land of bondage, amen, they lost all hope, they lost all sense of feeling that that we're going to get out of this, amen, but as pastors was admonishing us just a few moments ago, amen, that they hadn't lost their weapons yet. Hallelujah. 
Amen. God bless the reading of his word to your heart. You could be seated tonight. Amen. As they, amen, entered into, amen, the land of bondage. Amen. They started hanging up, amen, their weapons. They started putting up on the willows, amen, the things that would you, that God wanted to use to give them liberty once again. Amen. In their mind, amen, all hope was gone. In their mind, the war and the battles had been fought and they had been lost. They were in bondage now. Amen. But they entered into the land of, so they entered into the land of bondage and took their harps. Amen. Their cunning hands, amen, no longer remembered, amen, the skill with which they once played those harps. And their voices no longer remembered the vibrations, amen, that they used to sing and put together and harmony to honor their Lord and God. Hallelujah. And so as they entered into the land of bondage, they entered into, amen, Babylon. Amen. They put away, amen, their harps. Amen. They hung them up, amen, on the willows. But there was one, amen, that was sitting beside that river. Hallelujah. And he wasn't, he didn't, he decided Amen, I hope that I can, amen, put this out there in a way that's comprehensible, amen, that you could receive it, amen, this evening. Amen, Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1, now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Kibar. Ezekiel, amen, identifies the river that he was beside, amen, in the book of Ezekiel. As the Lord began, amen, to deliver to Ezekiel prophecies and call him out from among the people who had been uh, captivated, who had been put into bondage, amen, Ezekiel, amen, sat among those beside the river of Kibar. Kibar was a river, amen, in Babylon. It was one of those rivers that the children of Israel were sitting around, amen, that a number of Israelites, as they exited Jerusalem, went into Babylon, amen, and they settled this area around the river of Kibar, and Ezekiel was among those captives, amen, that was taken from Jerusalem and taken to and around the river of Kibar, amen, a day after day, I can imagine Ezekiel traveling down to the river, amen, and seeing his friends and his, and his fellow uh, laborers, those that, that once knew the glory of Jerusalem once knew, amen, the power that once that they once in, enjoyed and experienced, amen, Ezekiel went down, amen, and saw them sitting around, and maybe for a couple of days, in fact, the Bible says for about seven days, amen, Ezekiel was sitting there, amen, just observing. Hallelujah, taking it all in, seeing, amen, how everybody, amen, was acting, seeing how everybody, amen, lost their hope, seeing everybody, all the captives, amen, that there's no more hope, amen, the battle was lost, the war is over, hallelujah. Man, there's no more hope. Amen. The truth, church, we, we've gone through battle after battle and may seem like we've lost all of our strength. New Life Pentecostal Church, amen, may have may feel, amen, like, we, like we've given it all that we've got and, and now we're settled around, amen, the river of Kibar. Just waiting. Certainly won't happen today. We just got into captivity. Amen, certainly won't happen, amen, this week or next week because we just uh, arrived into captivity, amen. But among those, amen, who were sitting, amen, at the river of Kibar, Ezekiel started seeing in a vision. He started 
looking beyond what his natural eyes was communicating to him. He started looking, amen, into, amen, a world that only, amen, his spiritual eyes could show him, that only God could give to him, amen. It wasn't something, amen, that his friend told him, said, maybe we could try this and make an escape route through this way or that way, and maybe we could go this way and try our cunning work and use our skill to fight our way out of this. But Ezekiel received him in a vision from the Lord by the river of Kibar. That verse 1 of Ezekiel chapter 1, that the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God, the Bible says. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzzai, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Kibar. And the hand of the Lord was there upon him. Amen. So I don't know what was in Ezekiel's heart. I don't know, amen, what set him apart from the rest of those Israelites as they, amen, settled around that old river. Amen. And as they hung their harps upon, amen, the trees around them. Amen. It's all, it's all given up now. But I could imagine if Ezekiel was sitting there among them. So why? Why? What are you doing? Go grab that harp off of that willow. Amen. The, bat, the weapons we use are not bombs and guns. But worship is the way that our battle is won. Amen. Why do we need, why do we need the harps, Ezekiel? What's your concern with us hanging these on the trees? Amen. Amen. Psalm chapter 144, verse 1 says, Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. I wonder why. Amen. The psalmist said, I'm going to fight with my fingers. I wonder why he claimed that his fingers were doing the fighting. You're just going to have to ride along with me for a moment. But I, I suspect that maybe he reached into the willows, Pastor. Amen. And pulled down that old familiar harp that he once played with cunning skill and ability. Amen. He, he didn't forget, amen, the, scunny, the cunning, amen, ability of his right hand. But he went up and down the scales of the harp and, and, and reverberated off of those strings. Sound. Amen. That once glorified the Lord their God, the Lord of their salvation, that delivered them from Egypt and, and took them through the wilderness and into a promised land. And, and now, amen, they played the, the songs of Zion, amen, in Jerusalem. Somebody hear me tonight. Amen. And they played with skill, amen, and cunning ability. Amen. And as they entered, amen, into the land of bondage, the psalmist wrote, Don't let me forget. Don't let me forget. Don't let me forget how to worship. Don't let me forget how to love him. Don't let me forget how, amen, if my right hand, amen, forgets its old ability, amen, to run up and down the scales of the harp, amen, then I'm, oh, woe is me. I don't want to get to that place where in bondage I am losing my ability to worship. Hallelujah. I wish somebody would hear me tonight. Amen. I, I don't want, I mean, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying, amen, to, 
to lose anybody tonight. I want to, hopefully you could keep on with me. And this again, amen, is no form of reprimandation or reprimanding. I'm not trying, amen, to, to correct anybody tonight. I just want to admonish somebody, amen. No matter how devastated you feel, no matter how hopeless things seem, no matter if it feels like you just walked into the land of bondage and captivity, there's still a reason to grab that harp. There's still a reason for you, amen, to climb back into the wheels and pull them off. I mean, I don't know how, I mean, why they put them away. I don't know why, amen, but the only reason I could figure is that they just lost all hope. They just lost all, amen, desire, amen, to love the Lord. How are we going to sing the songs of Zion in a strange land? I mean, if we look around us, we certainly live, amen, in a strange land. Amen. We no longer, amen, hold the values that we once held in this, this nation. Amen. It's getting stranger and stranger, as Pastor just said. We, we are in a strange land. Amen. But I want to admonish you children of God, amen, to grab those harps off of the willow. Because even though it seems like the, the battle and the war is over, it's really just getting started. Amen. It's really just getting started. And we need those, amen, cunning players. We need those that know how, amen, to get into the prayer of intercession. We need those that are able, amen, to find that place in the spirit. Thank you, precious ladies of God, amen, that were willing to come, amen, around the front and magnify the Lord, amen, and worship him and lead this service in worship because that's what we need in this strange land. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what's going to get us, amen, from where we're at back to, amen, a new Jerusalem. Amen. And to that place that he has called us. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Let's magnify the Lord just for a moment. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, come on. Let's magnify the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I don't care, amen, how big, amen, your enemy seems. I don't care how strong, amen, their strongholds, amen, may seem. I don't care how, amen, locked away, amen, you may feel, amen, it was Paul and Silas, the one, Paul, amen, the one who penned these words to the Corinthian church, amen, amen, who was locked away, amen, in a prison in the land of Macedonia, amen, just doing the work of God, amen, him and Silas called there, Amen, through a vision, called there, amen, by the Spirit himself, amen, called there to do a work for God. Amen, in obedience to, amen, God's voice, amen, Paul, amen, uh, rebukes a young lady who is bringing much gain to her masters by her soothsaying, who is complimenting their ministry and talking about how great they were, amen, and Paul turned around and rebuked, amen, the devil, amen, that was, that possessed her, amen, and produced, amen, her liberty, gave her victory, amen, and her masters weren't happy about it, and so they threw him in a prison. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 16, the multitude rose up together against them. Verse 22, and the magistrates ran off their clothes, commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, amen, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. And uh, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Amen. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Amen. They were stuffed, amen, into the inner prison, thrust deep, amen, into the most darkest and coldest of dungeons. Amen. Paul and Silas, amen, had no hope. They weren't getting out. Amen, they weren't getting out, amen, of their own ability. So I don't know what got into Paul. Amen, but that old spirit of Ezekiel, amen, climbed on him. Amen, he started praying. And he started feeling something. He said, hey, Silas, ain't God all right? He's still good to me. He woke me up this morning. Clothed in my right mind. Yeah, we came on a problem. But I believe God is going to step in. <clears throat> Still got shoes on my feet. Amen, food on my table. Anybody hearing me here tonight? Hallelujah. They started praying and singing praises unto God. Amen, and not just, amen, like your, amen, uh, your prayer that you pray before you go to bed and now I lay me down to sleep, pray my Lord, my soul to keep. Wouldn't just whispered prayers so they wouldn't wake up and then the, your, your uh, family members in the house. But Paul and Silas prayed, saying praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. They weren't worried about whether or not, amen, their uh, neighbors would hear them or not. Amen. They knew that what that their situation, amen, might may be worse or equal. They didn't know, amen, the balance or whatever of, of their situation versus, amen, their neighboring prisoner situations. But they went ahead and just praised God anyway. We got to get to this place that Paul and Silas, amen, were in where, amen, they didn't care, amen, who heard them. They weren't worried about any Roman sentries, I mean, hearing them praying and saying, pray, singing praises unto God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. I Ezekiel wasn't worried, amen, I about whether or not uh, the Babylonian captors would hear, amen, I the messages that he would preach. Amen, Ezekiel wasn't concerned, amen, about, amen, them catching him in another vision or catching him in another prayer, amen. But, but Paul and Silas, amen, in this prison, in this situation where they were locked away, amen, began to pray and sing praises unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. They got the spirit. Amen. Of, of, of Job. Amen. That, that naked came I into this world and naked I may have to go out, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he slay me, I'm going to trust him. He's still worthy. Hallelujah. I said he's still worthy tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can tell you about the time that Peter, 
Amen. The apostle Peter, amen, who was put in prison by King Herod, amen, after he killed John, amen, inspired, amen, by the reaction that he got from the citizens and how he observed that it made them happy, amen. Herod went ahead and tried, amen, for another one. He thought, score, I got one, maybe I can try for another, amen. So he reached out and grabbed Peter and threw him in jail. Hallelujah. To read this Acts chapter 12, amen, that Peter, amen, and uh, uh, was locked, amen, by two chains uh, between two soldiers. There's no way of him getting out without notifying anybody by himself. Amen, but there were some people back at Rhoda's house who were praying. There were some people, amen, somewhere, Amen, who decided that things may look bleak right now. We don't have much hope. But I believe in a God who can still save. He delivered us from Egypt. He delivered us from the Babylon, Babylonian captives, captors. He delivered, amen, us into amen, this new, amen, Testament where the church would take us on into glory. Amen. He, amen. He can do it again. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Child of God, we've. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mighty God, we need your grace today, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. He can do it again. Now, I I know, I know, I'm not, I'm not lost here. I just, I don't, I don't, I I don't feel like moving on. I cannot move on. There's something here that we've got to deal with. Lord, we need your grace today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We need the Spirit of God in this place. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. You're wonderful, Master. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, you're holy. Come on, child of God, could you help me for a moment? Hallelujah. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, somebody touch heaven for a moment. We need the Holy Ghost. Jesus, we need you, Jesus, we need you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, let's worship him. Hallelujah, we need his presence in this place. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
Master. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost wants to do it again tonight. He wants to do it again tonight. He wants to do it again tonight. He wants to do it again tonight. And not for Paul. And not for Silas. And not for some story that we share with one another to encourage one another. Not for... Amen, that's the, the Old Testament Israelites. Not for, amen, those, amen, the Bible. He wants to do it for you. He wants to give you, amen, liberty. He wants to set at liberty, amen, the captive. He wants to set at liberty those that are bound. Amen, the Holy Ghost is in this place, amen, to bring victory. He's in this house tonight. <clears throat> Hallelujah, to set at liberty those that are bound. You say, Brother Hilton, well, how do you think, how, how in this world do you think that I'm going to step out? You're calling me bound. I mean, Paul and Silas were locked up in the, mo- in, the, in the thrust in the most deep and dark prison. They were in the worst situation of any of them. I, I don't know why. Amen. I, I, I'm being bound or being in prison. Amen. It's not an immediate, amen, judgment on your character. There's a number of reasons why we can become bound. There's a number of reasons, and I'm not here or interested in discerning those reasons. All I'm interested in is seeing somebody set free in the Holy Ghost. All I'm interested in tonight is letting the Holy Ghost have his way. All I'm interested in tonight, amen, is seeing somebody set free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We all ought to be able to get on board with that. We all ought to be able, amen, to see, hey, I see a brother or I see a sister struggling. Amen, I'm going to help them pray through it. I've been where they're at right now. I've, I've, I've experienced the pain, amen, of those stocks and bonds, amen, as they wither away, amen, the, the outer layer of my skin, amen, wearing me down, amen, wearing my, my, my hope down. Taking away every promise, amen, that I ever felt like was given to me under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. That's what bondage will do. It'll take away the word that God has spoken to your heart. Bondage will tell you lies and say you'll never get out of here. The enemy will try and tell you that that I've locked you in and into the deepest and the darkest prison. There's no way you can get out of here. You're chained up between, amen, the strongest soldiers, amen, in Rome. Herod's best. And the smallest clink and rattle of chains, I mean, will wake him up. But not when the angel of the Lord steps in. Gates start to open that you don't even have the key to. Holy Ghost can do things you don't even imagine. 
I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost wants to do it tonight. I said the whole, I feel that, but I, I, I'm not worried about what the devil, amen, is trying to do tonight. You know why? Because we, I mean, greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. I'm not concerned, amen, about what the devil, amen, has on his mind and agenda, amen. But what I'm concerned about, my primary, amen, concern is what does God want to do in this place tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Ghost. Well, Brother Hilton, you're, amen, kind of acting bold tonight. Yeah, because the Holy Ghost, amen, spoke to me this afternoon and said, I want to set some people free tonight. And those of you, amen, that have had, amen, that moment of liberty and victory, amen, should be able to stand and say, thank God, amen, because I know what it's like to be locked away. I know what it's like. Jesus, 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 hallelujah. Come on, child of God, help me pray for a moment. Let's worship the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Rhoda, amen, the answer to your prayer is knocking on your door. You've been praying all night. You've been praying all night for Peter, amen, to walk out of that prison. You've been praying all night for liberty and victory and deliverance and a change. You've been praying all night. What's that sound? Do, do I hear something? Hey, Rhoda, would you come back and open this door? I'm right here. The Lord's already done it. Hallelujah. Why did the Lord do it? Why did the Lord save Peter from bondage? Why did he deliver him from that situation? I believe it was because there was people, amen, in a house, amen, praying, amen, and worshiping the Lord. I mean, this principle, this, this precedent has been said a few other times in Scripture as we, amen, have shared with you this evening, amen, that those, amen, who, that, that Paul and Silas, when they were, amen, in prison, that their praise, amen, began, amen, to, that, that began to work in the spirit realm, and the Holy Ghost came in and shook that place. And did what was necessary, amen, to set him free. I don't know how the Lord is going to set you free. I don't know if he's going to send an angel or if he's going to send an earthquake. Or if he's just going to let you get right up to the guillotine and then cut the rope and let you run. I don't know. We just have to leave that in the Holy Ghost department. But what we need to do, what we, our job in order to get our victory, is to worship, to pray, to praise. God, you've done it before. I know that you can do it for me. I've seen you do it for Brother Weems. I've seen you do it, amen, for Pastor. I've seen you do it, amen, for so and so. I, I know you can do it. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all I'm saying tonight is he wants to do it for you tonight. All I'm saying is that if you just worship, if you just get to that place, amen, maybe a little bit deeper, amen, place of worship where you're not concerned about maybe the other prisoners. You're not concerned about the Roman sentries, amen, who may hear or may not hear, amen, but all you're concerned about is just loving him because he's still worthy. He's still worthy of the praise, even if we have to be executed tomorrow morning. Even if tomorrow morning... I mean, I wake up and I'm still in chains. And Herod is calling for my name. And uh, I'm on my way to certain death. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm done. I don't have anything else for you tonight. So much power in our worship. There's... So much liberty in this place tonight. So much victory, amen, available to us in this house tonight. We were on the right track. We are on the right track. I don't want to, amen, skew this in a negative way. We are on the right track. We are, amen, on the right road. This is where we ought to be, right here. You ought to be in this service right here. You ought to be in this place right here. You ought to, but now, now that we're on the right track, amen, we just got to keep walking. Now that we're going the right direction, now that we're making, amen, the right, amen, the right adjustments, and, and, and uh, we've just got to go. We've just got to take the step. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we all stand this evening? I tell you tonight, the battle is not over. The war is not fought and lost. We're just getting started. Somebody grab that weapon off the willow tree. Say, it's, it's time. It's time for me to get my victory. It's time for me to get my own vision. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. And I understand that many times, I mean, that is referring to leadership and, and we take it in that context and try to share that, you know, if we don't have anybody telling us where to go, what steps to take, I mean, that we're all going to die, we're all going to be. But I, I believe it goes much deeper than that, unless the people themselves obtain a vision where God wants to take them. You have no reason, amen, to go anywhere if you don't have, amen, if you don't aim for something. You have no reason to shoot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Hallelujah. How many of you know that song by Clint Brown, It's Time to Dance? Pick up your, we're not going to sing it. Pick up your feet. Everybody. What's the next words? Think, claim the liberty or claim the victory or something like that. That's just what I feel like. It's just time to dance. It's just time, amen, to have victory. It's just time, amen, to break on through, amen, these, these barriers, these walls that, that keep holding us back.
Hallelujah. My, my, my. Mighty God. Well, Paul, Silas, what are you going to do? What, what's your plan? It's your plan of action. Where are you going? Children of Israel scattered around rivers in Babylon. What are you going to do? It's going to sit there and remember how it used to be. Think about how much glory we had in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. I don't mind reading that psalm one more time. By the rivers of Babylon, there were there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. Hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. And there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. That they wasted us. They that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Those people didn't know what they were asking for. They didn't, they didn't know what they were asking for. The devil didn't know who he was picking with. When he said, why don't you try to sing one of those songs of Zion? Why don't you try to try those harps out and sing one of those songs? Devil, you don't know who you're messing with. We start doing that and things are going to start shaking around here. Things are going to start breaking around here. Amen. Sing those songs of Zion. Amen. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand let uh, let my right hand forget her cunning. If I if I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. I'm not going to utter Amen another lyric. I'm not going to sing Amen another melody because I've forgotten what I'm singing about. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to think about the current situation, how bad things are right now. Shift your focus. Move your focus on up and say, he's still the same God. He's got the same power. Hallelujah. Come on, Zion. Amen. Let's sing those old songs. Come on, Zion. Come on, old Jerusalem. Lift up your voice. Hallelujah. And magnify the Lord with me. Come on, let's exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These altars, this front area is open. I want to 